Hi everyone, welcome back to Smart Women Connect with myself and Sarah. We were doing our usual having our chats this morning. Um, and just an acknowledgement and something that I've seen in my fitness community and certainly in myself as well, is that I'm eating healthily. I'm probably a little bit higher on carbs than I ordinarily would be, which is to do with the fact that I've got grown-up children who want things like fridge cake and sandwiches and homemade bread and lots of rice and lots of pasta. I'm being good, but I'm still eating a little bit more carbs than I am. But I'm exercising tons because I'm in the community. I'm recording tons of videos for um, like my, my own YouTube channel. I'm out exercising. I'm walking seven miles a day with my husband. So exercise-wise, it's great. Mentally, it's great. I was just saying this morning that um, I think this is great for my husband and I because we get to spend that time together going out for a walk and just chatting about just chatting about stuff nothing particularly stressful but taking all of that into consideration still feel a little bit yuck I don't know how to explain it it's like I get up some mornings and maybe it's groundhog dayish, but I still feel just a little bit yuck and it's coming across in my body despite the fact that there's no changes in the size of my body I still just feel a bit yuck is this resonating yeah. with you I, I've had exactly the same experience myself and I know that my community has as well um, and I wonder whether part of that is you know I think when we went into lockdown and we're what in week I don't know what week we're in now six I don't seven. know what week oh, week, week um, a million yeah exactly and to begin with you know as a woman you're racing around getting organized making sure okay do we have the shopping that we need in the essentials are my children okay um are my parents okay my siblings uh, how am i gonna pivot with my business slightly um and it's go 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 and we're nurturing everything and everyone else and then that continues and then we start to appreciate the kind of new normal and how much quieter it is, maybe how much more time we have uh, with our family. Things are a bit of a you know slower pace of life. And I know a few weeks ago, lots of people were talking about that. I could see this on social media. People were like, actually, you know, I think I'm a bit of an introvert because I'm really enjoying this time. Um, I, I really like this. I'm going to try and you carry some of these feelings forwards with me back you know when we return to whatever the new you know whatever it will be like when we get back to how it was um and you know we were almost kind of enjoying that new experience now fast forward a few weeks everyone seems to be feeling a little bit different and i think part of that for me for sure is that I haven't taken any time out I haven't taken time yeah. um, to take stock of my situation I'm not unhappy you know on paper there's nothing to be unhappy about but I I miss my family I miss human contact um, I you know as you were saying my civil liberties have gone I can't do what I want to do when I want to do it I can't just pop into town and just browse the shops I can't you know 
I think being on Zoom all the time, you know, it's giving me a headache. I can't. So I know all these things sound trivial compared to what a lot of people are experiencing right now, but it's, it's still a fact. It's still happening. And whilst we went through a period of, of enjoying that, I think now, as you refer to, it's, it's feeling a little bit Groundhog Day. And norm, in normal life, you know, you work Monday to Friday for most of us. And then the weekend is very marked. You know, your Saturday and Sunday, that's when you take the rest. And at the moment, I'm not sure that I'm doing a particularly great job and maybe other people out there um, of, of actually acknowledging that and stopping. and winding down and relaxing. I seem to be constantly at a certain level of, is everything okay? Right, what do we need to do now? Mm. Have, you know, have I factored everything in that I need to do? And I had to take a break. Um, and last week I decided I have to rest this week. So I'm gonna cancel half my classes I'm going to cancel meetings I'm going to ensure that I'm not working as I was it almost felt like burnout that kind of feeling I felt utterly utterly exhausted and drained completely drained I have never in my life suffered a depression I felt so sad I was um really tearful kind of like that um when you're hormonal, you know, when you just feel yeah. a bit all over the place. But you're sitting there and saying, taking time out. I mean, I, I don't know what time out looks like, looks like for people in the, in the UK. I know that time out here is, I can't go anywhere. So there's no, you can't go to a public park. Um, I can't, I can't, we've got the beaches here. It, it should be fabulous. We should be able to go and lie on the beach. I can't go and lie on the beach. I can't really go out in my car because in certain days of the week, I'm not allowed to go out. So there's nowhere to go out. And if you're the normal family and you're stuck at home with your husband and your kids and whatever else, you can't actually escape from them. You can't, and it's not that I want to escape from my family and run away, but you can't actually get away from them because you're in that same place all the time. And I mean, so that, ability to step down and relax and take a little bit of time out not that I want anything fancy not that I want to head off to a hotel or or anything else well of course that would be nice but the point is that there's there isn't anywhere and think about it if you're like you're a single woman for example so say you're not married and you and your partner have decided that you're going to um, stay in your own homes then you've got this period where, um, unless you're that Neil Ferguson, the doctor, where it's all right for his fancy bit of fluff to come visiting him. Um, but otherwise, you're not supposed to, are you? You're not, you're not supposed to have any contact with your partner. So how do you deal with that? I mean, how, how do you deal with the I fact that you're apart? For me, yeah, I... I um I was thinking right. I need to I need to take some time out, and I agree. I was thinking well, how how do, what does that look like? And my brother said to me, "Look, my brother um, does suffer with anxiety and depression." And he said, "Look, when I feel like that, because he recognised the signs, he said in the morning, which is the rough time for him, he said I get up 
and I, I can't go back to sleep because I feel anxious and I leave the house and I walk and I go for a walk and I reset. It sets the tone today and I come back just as everyone else is getting up and I feel so much better. He said, why don't you try that? So I said, fine, Monday morning, that's what I'm going to do. So I get up, I get changed, I put my trainers on and I announce to the house, I'm leaving the house, I'm going for a walk thinking no one is even going to respond or care or acknowledge the fact that I've said this. I put the key in the door and my eight-year-old, mommy, wait, I'm coming with you. I was like, <laughs> this, these are the children who I cannot get out of the house. Like we've had screaming matches, you know, tantrums, the lot, trying to get them to go for a walk in the sunshine. So I'm thinking, seriously, really? So he races up the stairs. I've never seen him get changed so quickly. He comes out and he's like, right, come on then, let's go. So we get halfway down the road, like we've been going a minute. And then the cat decides to join us. <laughs> I was thinking, I have never tried to do this. I've never tried to spend time on my own. And the first time I try and do it, like the, my son comes, now the cat's coming. And it, the cat comes and walks with us which is very sweet, it's, you know, it's sweet, it's unusual. However, the cat terrorizes dogs. So all the dog walkers think, wow, that's so interesting, until their dog tries to chase after the cat and he just sits there and it becomes a problem. So I was like, I do not need the stress of the cat coming on the walk. Anyway, so we set off and I think, no, actually, you know, my son never comes, it's just the two of us. I'll take this opportunity to appreciate this time together. And actually what happened was, it made me slow down so much. I, could, I wasn't thinking about me and how I was feeling. We were walking through um, fields and through trees. And because I had made a decision to slow down, I was seeing the world through my son's eyes, through an eight-year-old's eyes. And he was, mommy, mommy, look, taking, you know, hilarious photographs of him or wanting me to take photographs of him peering out behind flowers. And it was just really sweet. I mean, I did learn an awful lot about Pokemon on this walk. But um, aside from that, it was just really sweet. It was a really special time. I'll never, ever forget that walk. It was really special. It was nice and it was sweet. Sarah but did it do for you what you needed it to do because I, this is the situation I've got as well with every walk that I've got is never me mm. so we went walking as a family last night and it's a nice long um it's about four miles it takes us about an hour everybody went but I have three strong-willed children um a 20 year old one who's almost 17 and a 10 year old and it was just debates the whole time. I mean, and it's great because they're asking you lots of questions and there's lots of conversations. And, and I'll never forget this time either where we've got like serious quality time. But I go to do that to what I call decompress because I do suffer from depression and I do have to work really, really hard at keeping it away. And I don't, I mean, I, I came back from that the, the walk and I wasn't decomp decompressed at all I wasn't at all decompressed I came back thinking oh okay don't complain about it Virginia it's all good you've got all the kids round about you you're never going to get this time again you should be so grateful for the fact that you're getting to spend all this time with everybody I'm still 
I'm still feeling a bit low. I don't feel decompressed. But then you know you need to make sure that you go on those walks by yourself, or at least some of them. That's the thing; it doesn't need to happen every day. Because then my son announced because he'd enjoyed it so much. Let's do it every day, mommy. And so the next day we did it together. We didn't this morning because we did something else together. But I think so far so good for me. It was enough. But I, I, you know, there absolutely will be days where I have to go and do that by myself. Um. But I think the fact that you've recognized that you're not decompressing by walking with the entire family, and I can quite see why, but you need to try and carve time out to, to do that by yourself. Yeah, I'm just finding, I'm finding time to do other things instead of that. So I'm doing, I'm doing other stuff. I'm, I'm baking. I mean, that's my, that's my other way of mm. decompressing. Watching crappy movies and um, putting the... Yes the ear pods in watching a crappy movie or listening to a podcast and I've downloaded quite a few um audible books at the moment so mm. I've been listening to those and baking but yeah no you've got you have it's to changing stuff up isn't it it's changing things up because ordinarily on a weekday I would be working you know the whole time the children were at school so now for me to break that pattern and go for a nice long walk previously I'd be like I have to get back I have to get back I've got so much work to do etc etc and I'm having to let go of that now for my own health the work is still getting done though that's yeah yes yeah yeah or everything's getting done I'm more productive I'm more built a website I've built a website (laughs) in 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 a week I have built a website I and I've um I have populated it with stuff that I never thought I would be able to to do in my wildest dreams because I've just been sitting down and I've been focused on it all. But let's talk about something a little bit more controversial. So we're all tied down, we're all in lockdown. And I think one of the things that I'm being more conscious of now, and you've got to be really, really careful because there's two definite schools of thought on this particular subject. I'm very conscious of the fact that my um, civil liberties have been taken away. So my freedom is being taken away. And I have to selfishly look at it and say to myself, am I having my civil civil liberties and my freedom taken away from me because I'm protecting vulnerable groups of people? I'm just going to say it for what it is. Because you look round about and I kind of think, okay, I believe everybody has a shelf life. I have a I have a, a very harsh view on life. I believe that everybody has a shelf life and I also believe that everything happens for a reason. And there's a reason that we've got this virus out there at the moment. And um, I'm sure there is an intention somewhere in some somebody's or something's mind to curb the population a little bit. And I've been taking a look at the kinds of people, the more vulnerable people, And put it like this, there's an awful lot of people who are not in the vulnerable category who are suffering, probably more people who are not in the vulnerable category who are suffering from this than other people who are suffering. And I don't know, maybe am I getting too controversial now? Um, I don't know, I've never thought of it that way. I've never thought about... 
I'm, my liberties have been taken away from me in order to protect others. I mean, I know oh, but it's that. definitely that. That's definitely you know, what know, they're trying to I do. Know. I know, but it's also, you know, yes, there are parts of the population who are more vulnerable, but I don't think any of us are completely um, safe from this particular virus. I read an article this morning by Janet Street Porter. I know it's in the Daily Mail. I know it's the rag and everything else, but I've also read an awful lot of other pieces from, um, from medical journals and written by doctors and so forth. And it talks about how um, people who carry excess body fat, is that a very polite way to put it? People who carry excess body fat are more at risk Mm-hmm. of the virus than people who aren't because they're talking about how it's attaching to a certain kinds of protein in the body and if you read and it's something that I don't think the media tends to look at too much probably just because of the shocking numbers of individuals who are dying from this but um, I've, like, I've wondered what would it look like if we looked at the people who had died from this and we looked at the demographic and we looked at the health and the condition, etc., that they're in. And are we better placed as fit people? Are we better placed to deal with it? I'm not saying that any of us are immune to it. I'm saying that are you better equipped to deal with this if you are a fit and healthy individual? I think you can ask that question for any disease, any virus, any any illness. You know, none of us are immune to cancer. Um, to this particular virus, possibly, um, to any forms of, well, I mean, heart disease and things like that, you you know, how we look after our bodies does have an impact. But let's take cancer as an example. Um, You you know, no matter how fit and healthy you are, that doesn't mean that you're never going to suffer with that. Yeah. The difference possibly is that if that unfortunately does happen to you, that and you require treatments, whether that's an operation or otherwise, that your body, of course, is going to be in a better place to recover from that, to deal with what it has to go through to recover from that than someone who had not previously looked after their health and fitness. So if you have a, a degree of, of health and fitness, you're taking care of your body, you know, you've fine-tuned it, you're looking after it, then you know you'll fare better than somebody who hasn't um but i don't think that you're you know at this stage your health and fitness has got an awful lot to do with contracting the virus or any other no i don't think it does either i don't think i'm not talking about the contracting i'm talking about the fact that from my point of view i would and yeah and i know as i said controversial but i would I'd be quite happy to go out there and carry on as normal. Wear my mask, do whatever, get on with my life, allow the world to go back to a certain sense of normality. Yeah, but then, you know, you could potentially pick up the virus in doing that, not necessarily know you even have the virus or have, you know, symptoms that are so mild, and then come into contact with someone who 
is more vulnerable than you. Not necessarily, you wouldn't necessarily know they were from the outside. You, you can't tell if someone's got underlying health conditions by just looking at them always. So personally, I'd feel irresponsible doing that because it, it's not just about me. It is about me and my family, of course. They're my immediate concern. My son has asthma, so I will be concerned about that. But if I went out and carried on with my daily life and did contract it and then came into contact, uh, you know, unwittingly with someone else who had underlying health conditions and and they got it, that would be devastating to me. Um, and... You know, you just can't tell. You just don't know. You don't even know if you contracted it, how how it would impact you. Absolutely no, absolutely no idea at all. We we're assuming because we're fit and healthy that we would experience mild symptoms and and we would be okay. We don't know that for sure. I'm not though. That's that's not the case. I'm not thinking that at all. I'm not going into this on the basis that I would contract milder symptoms. I'm going into this on the basis that... Um, if it's meant to be, it's meant it's to be. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. I, don't, I guess I don't feel so strongly about it that I would be prepared to take the risk. You know, my... I, I'm, I live a privileged life. I have a garden. I, I can go and sit in. I, my family's healthy. Um, my business is is still running, um, uh, slightly depleted, but it, it is. Um, and so, despite the restriction on you know my movement, it's if I'm comparing the two, that the way that I've been feeling and my experience of it at the moment is not enough to outweigh the risk of. Of going out and contracting it. Mm. I, maybe I'm seeing too much. Maybe, maybe with like the the connections and so forth that I've got, I'm seeing too much. So I'm seeing, for example, the um, 86 year old man who lost his wife last year, who's supposed to be living with his daughter, um, but can't now live with his daughter and hasn't seen his daughter in months. He's very frail. Um, he's not able to take care of himself, can't get a helper in, but he's not in a place that he needs medical support. So he is doing his absolute best to get by, but says that his life would be better off ending. Um, I'm talking about like my own 72-year-old father who's going completely insane, who's been forced into retirement, who's not able to get out and about and do anything, who's finding this really tough. Um, mm. I'm talking about a cancer patient who's not getting the care that she needs. I'm talking about, and I'm just, I'm just going to give you about half a dozen examples, another person who's recently been diagnosed with stage four cancer who can't be treated where they're at, who needs to travel for treatment, but is unable to travel for that treatment and is now in a situation of not understanding um, what is, or not, not knowing what's going to happen next um, and has a young child and um, this person's partner is already dead. So it's just them and the child and 
they've got no idea what's going to happen next. Um, I'm talking about the Filipinos who are, con who are uh, stranded at the moment in um, Heathrow with no job, no money and no ability to return to their own country. Um, the businesses that are going bust, the people who are sitting at home feeling suicidal. I'm seeing this in my community and in my network at the moment. And it's fairly catastrophic. And, and and we've got so much so much more still to do and i think i think the older generation are feeling it so much more because you know they want to be with their children they want to be with their grandchildren and they feel like it's this is wasted time it's time that they'll never get back um, time to have experiences with their loved ones that they're never going to get back we you know we've got hopefully years ahead of us and it feels different to us but you know it isn't an absolutely horrendous situation a situation that we've never experienced before i mean even during the world wars you know when bombs were landing and you know you never knew from day one one day to the next what was going to happen but they they still had each other you know, i've heard people talk about their experience as a child in world war ii for example um, I was talking to someone today about it. He'd spoken to her grandma about it. And she was saying, no, 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 this is far worse because now we're isolated. We can't yeah. be together. We can't cook together, support one another, hug each other. We're completely isolated. And that's different. It's much harder to cope with as a result of that. Because by our very nature, you know, we're sociable animals. And so th that side of it is absolutely challenging i mean it, it's you know it is a terrible terrible situation i i can see that but it is what it is what's the alternative we go back to normal even more people die you know there's there's no um there's no straightforward answer to it um and we just have to try and cope as as well as we can and support others in through those situations um, I guess I mean, it's not the alternative is not surprising really then that so many of us are feeling that blah way that that we all are, um, yeah, and I, and I think it's okay. I, I think yeah. it's absolutely okay. You're you're exercising, you're eating well, you're staying healthy, you're putting yourself in a strong place to be able to deal with whatever comes your way. I like to think that if you're your body and your mind are healthy, your immune system strong, that you'll be better placed to fight with whatever, whatever mm. comes your way. Um, and we will come out of it. You know, there will be the other side. Of course there will. I think the issue is, is not knowing. It's, there's no certainty. And when we don't have certainty, that's a very, very unsettling place to be. But no one is in a place to give us that certainty right now. Um, and so we have to, as we talked about, I think last week, create our own kind of micro certainty during our day, which is to, to try and keep some level of routine, some level of structure so that we can get through each day and listen to our body. So when we're starting to feel the way that I have done over the last week, um, that we acknowledge that and we change it and we reframe things. And you know, possibly try to experience things we've not done before to see if it helps.
that's all we can do. Yeah, and embrace that. Embrace the fact that you feel a bit a bit blech and a bit yuck. Because yeah, because I don't I don't think you're unique. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one. Really, not everyone that I've spoken to over the last week. Women are feeling exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yeah, and you can see. I mean, from us, both of us are looking at this in different ways. Um, and yes. I, I'm, I'm maybe I'm a little. I, I just kind of think, you know, whatever. But I, I mean, I understand that my view of stay fit, stay healthy, and deal whatever comes your way is not great. And obviously, I would be absolutely gutted to have an a, an asthmatic son too. I would be absolutely gutted to if anything happened, but. I, I guess with certain life experiences that I've had, um, mm. I've learned to appreciate the fact that we've got absolutely no control over what is coming our way. The only thing that you've got control over is the next step that you take, the next thought that you put into your own mind. So, mm. yeah, I'm a bit more gung-ho. I don't know whether that's a good thing <laughs> or not. A little bit more... Isn't- there's no right or wrong is there there's no no i know and and at the moment what you've got to do is you you we've all voted in government so we -hmm. just have to go with with whatever's there because they i mean i feel sorry for them because at the end of the day um this will either be great for them or or it won't there's going to be no middle ground so there'll be there'll be absolutely no middle ground and if you look at any of the governments now you can start to see the unrest amongst the people and the complaints. And whilst they were all considered great at the beginning for what they did, they're maybe not being considered quite so great now or they're taking their own criticisms now for what they've done or what they've not done. And I don't think any of us know the right thing, but I'm yeah. just embra- I'm embracing my, my, my yuckness. I'm embracing the little bit of yuckness mm-hmm. that I'm feeling. Um, I'm going to carry on staying fit. I'm going to carry on eating healthily. Definitely cut back on the carbs because I was getting a bit bored with the <laughs> amount of carbs that I was eating. But otherwise, I'm just embracing the yuck. Yeah, I think I think there's nothing wrong with indulging in it for a few days, provided you then start to move out of it and take action to do the right thing. I didn't like it. I didn't, I was really, just didn't enjoy it. My body was not enjoying it at all. No, no. But, you know, we go through these processes for a reason, don't we? Um, And we come out the other end of it having learnt something again. I certainly have. All right, guys, well, thank you for joining us again on Smart Women Connect. Not quite sure what that conversation was all about. But anyway, I think more about us um, embracing the yuck. (laughs) Exactly. Accepting the fact that we're feeling a bit yuck. Accepting the fact that diet and exercise doesn't really overcome the yuck. Neither does mindset. And yeah, go with it. Um, We'll see what, um, what diatribe we've got for next week. Bye, everyone. (laughs)